Welcome back to another episode of Ion Mode. Hope you're doing great today. Hope you're enjoying these last few weeks before we're getting into the new year. I know I am. I'm happy to be doing this podcast once again. Being consistent, getting this episode out on Tuesday. Super pumped about that. Today, I'm going to be talking about the power of beliefs. I know I've talked about CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, in a past episode, so I kind of touched on, on that. But I recently was reading Tony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant Within, and I just wanted to share some parts of the book where he talked about beliefs. It's insane. I'm actually super into this stuff. I love Tony Robbins. I'm hoping to take his life coach training class um, sometime in the near future, hopefully in the next year or so, because I think the stuff he teaches is extremely powerful. Tony Robbins gives tactical steps that you can use, things you can actually implement into your, your daily life. And for that reason, I wanted to share some of the stuff he talks about. So just for a quick flashback, the whole idea behind cognitive behavioral therapy is that your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your behaviors, and your behaviors create your thoughts. And it's just this kind of never-ending cycle. So when you have a, a, what Tony Robbins calls, a disempowering belief, it creates a negative cycle. So you need to find a way to, to break it. But first, let's talk about what Tony Robbins says is a belief. His definition is pretty simple. He described a belief as a feeling of certainty. That's it. A belief is just something you are certain about. He doesn't say whether it's true or not. It's just something that we think is true, even if it might not be. So how does a belief form then? It first starts with an idea, uh, just a concept. Whether you read about it, whether you just imagine it, whether somebody else tells you about it, it starts with an idea. And then... We get what he calls references, things to support the idea. We see things that make it strong and turn the idea from a concept into a belief. When we see enough things supporting an idea, we will eventually believe it. These references that support our ideas might come from a lot of different things. It might come from personal experience. It might come from your imagination or just new information. So I like how he described it in the book. He used the uh, the analogy of a desk. So if here the desk is your idea, the legs are what support your idea. And that the legs are the reference that turn your idea into a belief. So for example, I have the belief, whether it's technically true or not, that the Detroit Lions are the worst football team in the NFL. Why do I have that? Why do I believe that? Because That idea has been supported for a long time. I can't remember the last time I've seen them have a season where they win at least 11 games. I can't remember the last time I've seen them make the playoffs. I've seen them have the lead going into the fourth quarter up two or three scores and lose. I've seen them play great all game until the last few minutes and blow it. I have so many examples why I believe the Detroit Lions are the worst team in the NFL. Here's a quote directly from the book. Tony Robbins said, With enough emotional intensity and repetition, our nervous systems experience something as real, as real even if it hasn't occurred yet. So that's pretty nuts. Even if something isn't actually factual, if we believe it, our body will experience it as reality. That's nuts. So he goes 
he goes way more in depth with things like that. He talks about the patterns of beliefs, the different types of beliefs, but I want you to buy this book. It's been great so far. I'm not too far into it. Probably I'm really in just like the mental health, thinking, behavior, thoughts aspect, but it's been great so far. So I'll put a link down in the show notes for this book for you to learn more about what he says. So now that I've explained what a belief is, let's talk about how we can change a disempowering belief. Tony's pretty upfront and explicit about it. He says the way to change a belief is pain. When I first read this, I was kind of like, uh, that, that doesn't sound great. Like, I, I want to feel good about my beliefs. I don't want to, you know, have to feel the, the pain to get rid of it. But it actually makes sense. His whole, his whole argument is that every decision we make is based on seeking pleasure or avoiding pain. We make decisions for those reasons to to help us to feel great or to avoid harm. Let's actually apply this concept then. So a common habit that many people have a hard time breaking is impulse shopping. And I feel like that's a lot more relevant than people actually think. So I think a lot of times when you hear impulse shopping, it's just, you know, girls going out and buying a ton of clothes. But in reality, I think I'm kind of an impulse shopper. I'll, you know, I'll be driving, out doing whatever, just running some errands, and I'll see Culver's, and I'll stop and go get a root beer. I'll just be in Meyer going to pick up a couple of things, and I pick up something I don't need. I pick up whatever it is, something that I just see and think, ooh, I could use that, and then I pay for it. So if you're trying to break that habit, we have to associate pain. We have to believe that impulse shopping is harmful. So how do you how do you apply this? You need to convince yourself that that it's actually more painful than pleasureful. That's not really a word, but it brings more pain than pleasure. So how would you do that? Well, think about it. If you have goals in your life that require some kind of capital, some kind of investment, then you would associate that impulse shopping harms those goals because impulse shopping harms your personal finances. It's taking away money from your goals. So because you're doing that, because you're impulse shopping, you will not be able to use that money towards your goals. So do things like that. Associate pain in order to disrupt the belief, disrupt the behavior. But the problem is, it's just very hard to simply say, nope, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. I'm not going to spend any more money in pool shopping. I'm, it's, it's all over. You, it's very hard to just stop anything. Any habit you have, it's hard to just completely quit. So in order to be more effective in changing a belief or a behavior, we need to replace an old habit with a new one. Let's talk about habits then because habits are actually kind of scary. I start, When I started reading a little bit more about habits and the process of developing how they are triggered, I was kind of amazed. I mean, habits are everywhere, literally everywhere. I was working on this page back at Hillsdale Wall back while I was at school and I looked outside and there's a basketball court in the back that we, that we hang out and uh, shoot hoops on. But I looked in the grass and I could see a path from the driveway to the backyard to the basketball hoop and what's scary is the path was the exact same we'd always or at least i would always take the exact same route to play basketball it's just kind of nuts i mean it was like literally 
the exact same line. But here's the scarier thing about that. There's this little cement block in the backyard. I don't know if it's a drain pipe. I don't know what it is, but it's just a cement block in the middle of the grass. And every time I would jog to the backyard to, to go shoot hoops, I would dribble the ball one time on this cement block. And I never thought about it until after reading some more things about habits and doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, I do this every single time. Habits literally govern pretty much most of our life. There's three aspects to habits. So there's first the cue, which is the thing that triggers the the event or the action. Then there is the routine, which is again, the action. And finally the reward, what you feel from you know, doing the habit. So to effectively change a behavior, when we feel the cue, the thing that gets us to act, to do the routine, we need to replace it with something else. So let's take this back to the impulse shopping example. Every time you're walking through a store, just going for a drive, and you get that urge to, to splurge, to just go blow your money on something you don't really need, let's do something else. So when we get that cue, when we get that feeling, instead of spending the money on pop on clothes on some little game change the routine change from spending that money to maybe putting that money towards your goal say okay instead of spending five bucks on this this fast food meal i'm going to take that same five dollars and put it towards my goals and then i'll still feel the reward the pleasure because i'm working towards something it's just delayed gratification. It's going to feel a whole lot better when you achieve your goal. For the final discussion on beliefs, let's talk about what beliefs to adopt, what beliefs you should model. Tony Robbins goes into this uh, pretty deep in the book, and I think it's pretty powerful stuff. So when you're trying to get rid of the behavior, how do you know what is the, the good behavior, the good belief to adopt? He says a couple of things. So first of all, look for people who you want to be like, who are already succeeding and adopt the same beliefs they have. He talked about uh, leaders. They have a couple of common beliefs and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines that leaders always believed that they could make a change and that no matter what, they would be able to take care of a problem. They would be able to solve the issue. So if you adopt that belief into your life, then you're going to start implementing it into your life in your daily routine. I think we can take this one step further and not just look for people, but create an entire environment of what you want your life to look like. So find people that you can model your beliefs after, but also just do things that create that pattern, create that those belief systems at all times. So implement that belief in every aspect of your life. So what do I mean by this? Do things that make you think about the belief more often. So find good friends, right, that share similar beliefs that are pushing you, that have common interests, common goals, because when you're around them, you're going to be more motivated. You're going to adapt their beliefs. You're going to push yourself more. Read learn, listen to podcasts. However you get new information, you've got to get new information. Seriously, learning is the most important thing. I mean, 
one of the things I love about this podcast is I have to keep learning in order to get more things to talk about. So because of that, because I'm wanting to do this, I've had to create an, an environment of learning because I've wanted to do the podcast. I've had to bring in new information. I've had to learn more about habits. I've had to learn more about behaviors. I've had to learn more about any aspect of self-improvement. And that environment has allowed me to take part in the environment. The new information has allowed me to act. And now this I'm forming a belief system. This is some seriously powerful stuff. I am all in on the belief that your beliefs and my beliefs, everyone's beliefs are going to determine the trajectory and the outcome of our lives. If you guys haven't checked out his stuff before, make sure to get Tony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant Within. This picture of him is kind of funny because he doesn't really look like that now. He's he's a lot older. Um, he's not too old, but this is uh, my dad's copy, so it's just kind of funny seeing him. I didn't even recognize that it was him on the front cover. But his, his information, even if you don't get the book, I highly recommend you check out his, uh, his videos on YouTube, his podcast, and he even has a documentary on Netflix called I Am Not Your Guru, and that, that is insane. He works through a process of helping people overcome their, their beliefs in minutes, just breaking down those disempowering beliefs in minutes. I mean, some of the stuff is crazy. He helps people who are dealing with thoughts of suicide, and he, he helps these people literally in probably 10 minutes. It's nuts. His, his psychology, the, the level of stuff he knows is just absurd. Great guy to check out. If you haven't yet, please make sure to like, review, and subscribe, most importantly, so you get notified when these podcasts and videos first come out. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your holiday season with your friends and family. Until next time, remember the Ion Motive, live a charged life.